Well, hey, hey, howdy, hey. Welcome, Welcome to the, the Texas Take. take. We had a, had a little bit of a false start there. <laughs> yeah. Thought we started, First but then we did Nothing happened. Fortunately, we didn't say hey, howdy, hey two times. Yeah, yeah, that would have uh, caught it. But anyway, so uh, hey, we. Uh... <coughs> First time. <laughs> we didn't actually finish the chapter last Tuesday. And we got a lot of information, I got think. Got a lot of information, yeah. <coughs> so, so we're reverting back to the way we chapter. were doing, I think, is a, a better um, way of doing it. So just a little brush up on the last chapter. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're reading from the Duck Commander Faith and Family Bible, who's quickly become my favorite Bible. Um, I mean, it's got a duck on it. Who can say no to that, right? Um, but anyway, so in the um, previously on Texans Take... We had Isaac and Abimelech. Yes, uh, that's not my wife. That's my sister. Sister, you say? Yeah, I heard that. Never heard that one before. And so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Isaac departed from there. And let's see. You've got people coming to Isaac and saying, hey. Oh, yeah, it's Abimelech came from Greer with his friends and said to Isaac, so look, man, apparently God likes you. Don't know why. There's a thing he here. And um, <clears throat> we don't really feel comfortable having somebody who's obviously powerful liking somebody and not necessarily saying they like us. So we want to be your friend so that the man won't come after us. That's basically what's going on. That's basically what's going on. And let's see. I'm going to start on 26. <laughs> Then Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahazathath, one of his friends, and Fickle, the commander of his army. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? But they said, oh, We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So he said, Let there now be an oath between us, between you and us. Let us make a covenant with you that you will do us no harm. Since we have not touched you, and since we have done nothing to you but good, and have sent you away in peace, you are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast. He, meaning, uh, I believe is probably uh, um, Isaac, uh, made them a feast, and they ate and drank. And they arose early in the morning. Not and the hunter. Swore since he wasn't oath. the hunter and still made the feast. That's right. Uh, arose early in the morning and swore an oath with one another. And Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass that same day that Isaac's servants came to him and told him about the well which they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. So he called it Sheba. Let's see what that means. Uh, literally, oath or seven. Literally, well of the oath or well, <laughs> well there, of the seven. <clears throat> there is, uh, there's another hidden seven there in the Bible. I know, Most people right? probably wouldn't. Obviously, the scholars knew, but yeah, we'd like to think they didn't just for this time. Yeah. <laughs> therefore, we the, discovered it, guys. Therefore, <laughs> the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. Oh, and Beersheba means literally well of the oath or well of seven. I didn't know that meant. I thought it just like, you know, had beer and Sheba, so something to do with beer, but that was five year old me thinking. <clears throat> um, when Esau was 40 years old, he took his wives, Judith, the daughter of Beery. They like beer around here. The Hittite and Basemath. Is that anything like Common Core? Or? 
It's got to be better than Common Core. Must be. And base math. I can't even do. You know what? Core. I'm not gonna call it. Call her base math. I'm gonna call her basemath because that sounds a little nicer than base math. <laughs> so, um, and basemath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they were a grief of mind to Isaac and Rebecca. So. You know, it'd be really interesting. Isaac is, you know, obviously the the Lord likes him. Right. And, uh, you know, he's just a man. I'm sure that he's got lots of wealth. Obviously, he's got wealth. He's got servants, you know, large family and all that. Uh, but he had this uh, king dude, Abimelech, and the uh, his top general coming to Isaac and saying, hey, 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 peace, peace. We want to make peace with you. And Isaac's like, why the heck would you want to do that? He's like, because we don't want you to kill us. And so you've got, you know, somebody who's more powerful than Isaac and has a huge army coming in and saying, hey, while we're still alive, I want to make peace with you just to continue that. <laughs> you know, they're fear they're scared of him. They're literally scared of Isaac. And I say they're scared of Isaac. Obviously, it's deeper than that. They're not scared of Isaac. They're scared of the big man that likes Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're coming to make peace with Isaac just, you know, kind of <clears throat> secondhandly no. making peace with God. Question that I have just I'd say I brilliantly thought of, but it, I only brilliantly thought of it if it comes out my way. If it, if it isn't the way I'm thinking about it, then I didn't come up with this plan. Okay. Is Isaac in the direct line of Cain? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Because you remember when he puts the mark of Cain on him, he talks about the the people who will know him and all of his descendants I wonder if that's kind of maybe some back symbolism. Maybe so. Maybe so. We know who your family is. Yeah. You know, because you have Lebanon going, I, you know, Cain, Cain, I am so much better. I know I've said this so many times, but it keeps resonating. I find different things of it's like, wow, I wonder if that's what it's talking about here. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, it's pretty obvious that. This whole There's something there. Abrahamic family here has been well-known for a while. Probably well-known for things like, uh, that's not my wife, that's my sister. Yeah. And things like, despite the fact that, you know, they like to fib on the side, um, just to, you know, because they're a little chickened out, because apparently they only date beautiful women. Um, that's <laughs> a bad thing? How? It's not a bad thing, but I'm just saying, you know... Um, thought you were trying everybody to I thought you were trying to convince me it was a bad thing. I was like, continue. No, 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 no it's not a bad thing. It's not. <laughs> Please explain. Uh, I'm dying to hear the rest of this. Oh, but I was just saying that um um you know it's obvious that despite the fact that they're not the most perfect people in the world, somebody up there likes them. Oh yeah. And everything seems to be going their way and they always come out prosperous. Um and so I imagine, you know, 
everybody knows who they are and it was a pretty diplomatic move on Abimelech's you know part to come by with his general and say hey we are kind of one of those like let's claim peace now yeah yeah because it's better than claiming peace later we're trying to and this goes back to something uh, you know i posted something on facebook and i got i uh as i usually do with those posts i got a little a little words of wisdom from people but uh neil actually had said that uh he made a little a little comment about peace and i was like and i i don't have my phone with me or i'd tell you exactly what he said but uh you know my comment to him because he was talking about peace is not really like what people consider today as peace mm-hmm. it is but it's not because people just think peace happens right in the bible they made peace yeah you know just like jesus came in with a whip and knocked over tables mm-hmm. trying to bring back peace, peace to the temple so not always can you do you know you can't just create peace out of thin air with the snap of a finger mm-hmm. like people would, I, I would love to imagine that and it'd be reality but it's not you know, at the end of the day, peace is made. Whether in this sense of, hey, let's declare peace now. Mm-hmm. Or do we have to make it happen later? Right. And my mom used to say this about all three of us brothers. <clears throat> she, she always said Shay was the diplomatic one, which she's not wrong. He's the diplomatic one. He's the one that goes, ha, guys, let's do it this way. It's going to be, you know, he was always, mom said he's a peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Tristan was actually part. It may have just been me and Shay she was talking about. And she makes the comment that she said, you're the peacemaker. When peace is not there, you're going to come in and, you know, rake everybody over the coals till it's there. And I think that's a good way to look at it. Throughout the Bible, mm-hmm. you have peacemakers and peacekeepers. That's right. You have the diplomats. You know, if you want to, you know, you send your dad as the diplomats. You don't send William. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think that's kind of my two cents on it. I think that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You know, they've said I'm with you with that. Peace they, is only going to happen if we say make now. peace. They've come to make mm-hmm. peace. Yeah, yeah, you know. And oftentimes, peace is not like. Yeah, I think you're right because a lot of times we think peace is what it's like. You know, um, you and I we're friends. We've known each other for a while now. You know, everything's nice, <clears throat> um, and we like each other. Right. You know. It's not necessarily what peace is. I mean, that is a form of peace, but um, oftentimes, you know, peace is, hey, we don't want trouble. And and there's and there's like I said, there's two ways to create. Let's let's take tombstone because I cannot live a day without making a tombstone line. Anyway, you know, it's like I'm your huckleberry. If you're one of my friends, you need to at least have like some tombstone in your blood and some John Wayne and we'll be just fine. But you know, you have two versions of peace in the movie Tombstone. Hopefully all of my listeners have seen it. And if you have not, it's a great movie. It really it's is. on Netflix. You can get it on Amazon Prime for a couple bucks. It's worth, you know, the couple it's hours of your well life. Well worth money and And I still say Val Kilmer should have got nominated. He for that. should have anyway. Very I'm should. very sore over that, but it's okay. It, it is what it is. But uh you have Sam Elliott's character comes in, it's you know he, he immediately strips the town of guns trying to create peace. It's like, oh, I'm not I'm not saying you can't have a gun. You just can't have one in town. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's trying to create peace. Meanwhile, Wyatt's like, okay, that's not working. Mm-hmm. 
a much different method needs to be taken. These people have lived without peace for so long. You're not just going to go, everybody play nice. Right. That's not going to work. You know, sometimes you have to come in, you have to be that person that rakes everybody over the coals. And then when you realize, okay, there's law and order to everything. Mm -hmm. Now we can have peace. Right. And in this case, they're just getting to that before it gets to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. There's my, there's my tombstone of the day. It's a good tombstone. <laughs> yeah. You should you should try to incorporate tombstone into every podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I can do every one, but I'll, <laughs> I'll definitely give it a try. <laughs> the, the, the tombstone minute of the day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, anyway. Well, um... I also think uh, something else that's really neat here, which I love, and something that's very important to me, um, is the fact here that, let's see, 28, but, but they said, we have certainly seen that the Lord is with you, so we said, let there now be an oath between us, between you and us, let us make a covenant with you that you do not harm us, blah, 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 um, and this is talking about... Um, um, Isaac now, and he says, So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. Then they rose early in the morning and swore an oath with one another, and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. I, I just think that that's really important, you know, the fact that he wasn't just like, all right, you know, let's shake on it and you go your way. And let's I'll eat. Let's have a meal. Yeah, he's like, you know, um, you know, this peace stuff sounds like a great idea. But first, come on in. Welcome to my house. You know, let me throw on some coffee, um, bring out the cookies, and we'll have a little meat and drink. And, um, you know, in our case, you know, uh, would you like a cigar? Yes, thank you. I'd love a cigar outside. Touch of whiskey to go with that. That's right. That's right. And, <laughs> um, and then in the morning, it's like, hey, let's... Um, Let's make our peace, actually. Right. And they were kind of making peace throughout the whole thing, you know. Um, but there was – it wasn't just – it wasn't just, you know, sure, let's make peace. Great. Sounds like a plan. Right. It was come into my home um, and, <clears throat> you know, let me feed you, give you drink, you know, stay the night. They obviously – either camped there or stayed in his house. Right. You know, and made peace in the morning. Um, and, uh, you know, they might have been, I mean, we don't know, but they might have been discussing the terms of their peace. Right. You know, over... What does peace mean? Right, right. And so we're not given that information, but we can see that there's eating and drinking and um, hospitality. Right. Um, involved in their mindset of it's better than peace. you know walk in let's sign a piece of paper and then we've got peace right you know it's it's more of in it's this a little case more personal yeah right it's it's more of a a covenant between two leaders right right and <clears throat> you know this is not you know um we're being a lot of we're being really presumptuous but you know that that is probably very close to what happened yeah but on top of that which I don't think we we have to uh, assume too much here. Um, but I know with me, oftentimes I feel a lot more comfortable making peace with a Christian because I know that they have, well, 
there's a lot of assumptions he could make there that I was aren't necessarily about to say true. <laughs> right. But anyway, um, but this guy here, uh, Abimelech, you know, he's essentially, you know, a wealthy barbarian compared to Isaac because he's not one of God's people. Right. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't like, hey, follow these laws or whatever like that. It was you had to be of the lineage right. of Abraham at this point. Right. Um, you know, to be con- that's that's who God was communing with at this time. Right. Um, and so and and for a long time after that, and you have Abimelech here who, you know, doesn't uh, doesn't worship this God. He's what we would call a pagan. Yeah, I mean, he's a pagan. He's a know, pagan. He really so. is. But <clears throat> he came by and said, hey, um, let's do this thing. Let's let's do this thing. And Isaac was like, yep, welcome to my home. Who is he welcoming into his home? He's a pagan, you know. It, um, you know, I say you know a lot. Uh, But for us today, it would be welcoming in somebody who's not a Christian, a pagan, um, and making peace with them. And, I mean, you'd be taking at this point that, you know, I'm, I'm making the assumption it seems like he's somewhat of an upright person. Yeah. You know, it might be similar as to, and I'm, I'm this is a far stretch, but sure. Jordan Peterson comes up, let's have peace. Right. You already know he's a yeah. decent individual, pagan or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're now okay. Well, let's uh, let's have dinner and talk about this, and and let's uh, let's see where it goes. Right. Right. And so, I guess where I was trying to go with that is, uh, you know, growing up, I had this false idea that your only friends in life, um, the only people that, you know, you can really trust or anything like that are Christians. Right. You know, which hopefully... It's a safe bet. Hopefully it's a safe bet. But um, we should be communing with, you know, anybody that wants to make peace, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't wish us any harm. And there was no, you know, it wasn't like hey, I'll make peace with you if you become a Christian. It was, you know, all right, let's make peace, you know. Um, And so it's a great way for us today to minister to those who are not believers. Welcome them into your home. Hopefully you're already making peace. And uh, today anyway... um, (coughs) Hopefully, that would encourage them along the path to Christ. Right. Uh, God didn't really extend that to the um, pagans back in Isaac's time. But we have somebody here making peace with Isaac. Essentially, not making peace with Isaac because he's Isaac, but making peace with Isaac because he's one of you know God's people. And so, anyway, I just think there's a little bit of a parallel you can draw there. It is. Um, And I'm sure that there's better ways to say that, and probably has been said better ways by people much greater than me. Um, But uh, that is the end of Genesis chapter 26.
We're moving on to 27. Are we ready to move on? Did you have any other I, I didn't. Epiphanies? I, I, think, I, think or... we, I think we covered everything, at least that I can think of. Not yeah. that I won't think That's of something the thing. later. That's the funny thing. You come to the end of the chapter, and it's like, wow, okay. And there's something that you pick out, you dissect a little bit. And when I say you, I'm talking about, like, you know, yeah. me. Um, we learn something every and time. I get to I the read end of it, and I'm like, later. okay, well, I'm ready to move on. But I just know, I know. That there is an entire library of information that we that just skipped over. I just skipped over, and and, and so I'm kind of sitting know, we'll here thinking, you know, again. yeah, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, that's about all there is there, at least all that I can comprehend anyway. And I'd say I'd say there's all that's all there is there this time because this next time. time you read it, you're gonna pick something new out of it. That's right, that's and, right. and that's the beauty of having you know the living word in front of us. Yeah. Is See, you're you're gonna be able to pick something out next time you read it, the time after that, and you're gonna continue doing that. This would have been a really good night to have, Martin. It really would have. Yeah, just because that little section we, I started on twenty six, but we had last week we had covered all the way up to at least thirty, and so one, two, three. That's only four. And and, and and that's why I said, you know, I, I know we originally had, had doing it this way, and then we changed because I was thinking ah, that maybe. And that was that was my bad. I think we're missing too much by trying to. We're essentially speed reading. Yeah, yeah. And and we shouldn't be speed reading the Bible. We should be taking it, dissecting it. You know, just just like I've said, you know, several times. There's, you know, I'm one, one of the greatest uh, ministers that I ever I ever listened to. I mean, he could take a whopping two verses and spend an hour and a half talking about two verses, and I'm just like, wow, okay. You know, that's that's impressive. And most people, they don't take two verses and dissect them in their Bible study. Yeah. You read, you know, six chapters, and just like Bill said, you close your Bible, and, and you're done for the day. You've I've I done my, my due part. diligence. Yeah. I did my part. Um, when we should maybe maybe take a little closer look. Does it take longer to do it? Sure. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why I'm, you know, people say, oh, I read through the Bible every year. Well, Good. that's great. Good. But what are you getting anything out of that? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. there is. Yeah. But are you getting as much as you could? And there's definitely wisdom in. Now my mom, she she reads like down. the Psalms every year. Like she'll she reads them constantly. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as she's over, whoop, back to one. Yeah. And always has something. You know, she reads I think Proverbs. What is it? Every every day. Because mm -hmm. you know there's thirty one Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So she, she reads that all the time, and she's always like, well, it never gets old because there's always something new. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. So I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying not, I think most but... people limit themselves. They say, oh, I've got six chapters to do today. Yeah. Once I do those six chapters, and they just, they're just focused on reading six chapters yeah. before they have to go to work or right when they get home because they know they have to do it in their mind. You know, they've already told themselves, I'm doing this. But there's no substance to it because you're just you're racing to a finish line. Yeah, and it's the exact same thing. Um, and I just thought about this just now. Um, I like to draw little parallels between life and um, my life in college because that was a big chunk of my life. That's finally over now, and I'm not in college anymore, which I'm very happy about. But all that to say... Um, you know, take an exam, for instance. You've got 
X amount of material, probably in a textbook. Right. And you need to cover that material to prepare for that exam. Now, what are you going to do? Are you just going to start at the beginning of the chapter, read it all the way through as fast as you can, and then go take the exam? Bad idea. You would need to have a photographic <laughs> memory in order for that to <coughs> Which I, I don't entirely. I do sometimes, but yeah. it's, not fully, it's not fully effective like some people's Yeah, are. I mean, there's some exams. A history exam. My dad never studied a day in his life for any history exam. He already knew the history. Well, there's something... He loved it. There's something to being said about enjoying something, it's easier to learn. Yeah. And and give us one second. We're going to take a break right here, and then we'll we'll hop off and uh, hop right back on, which is literally a minute or so for us. That's right. We'll be right back. And we are back. We are. Okay, so, uh, haha. Caption of this chapter is Isaac blesses Jacob. Ooh, ooh. 27. Now it came to pass, when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son. And he answered him, here I am. Then he said, Behold now, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savory food such as I love, and bring it to me that I may <coughs> eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt game and to bring it. So uh, this kind of harkens back to when Rebekah was bringing Isaac and Esau into the world. Mm -hmm. And she was like, God, there's some strife going on in my belly. What's going on here? And God was like, you got two nations in them, lady. They ain't too happy. Yeah. And uh, the one... What, what, what did he say? The younger shall rule. The younger over. shall serve. The older the, the shall older serve, serve the younger. younger. That's right. That's right. And she was like, ah. And she kept it to herself, we're assuming. Except maybe she told Isaac. We don't know. Doesn't say. But here she's doing a little eavesdropping. Not really eavesdropping, you know. She's doing whatever and, you know. Esau comes in and um, uh, Jacob says, Sean, uh, go grab your bow and weapons and kill me a deer and make me some stew. Because <laughs> that's exactly how he said it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Esau was like, okay, I do that. So anyway, and Rebecca was in there just kind of like, mm-hmm. So Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me, that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I have commanded you. To, according to what I command you, go now to the flock 
Bring me from there two choice kids of the goats, and I will make savory food from there, from them, for your father, such as he loves. Then you shall take it to your father, that he may eat it, and that he may bless you before his death. Hmm. And it's interesting because they have a flock, you know, obviously, they're right out there. But Jacob wants Esau to, you know, do his thing and to go, go you know, hunt do one. some killing, grab your bow, your quiver, you know, you, you like to hunt, so go do your thing and uh, kill me a deer and make me some stew. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like... Animals right out there, so you go out there, go get a couple of goats, bring them in, and let's make some stew the way he likes it. So anyway, and Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him. Yeah, because his eyes are going dim. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go. Get them for me. Hmm. And I, I feel like she's pretty confident here. You pretty think? confident. Um, she's not too worried. And I want to say it's because of what God told her. It was kind of like, you know, when Abraham, you know, took Isaac um, for the offering, the sacrifice. It's like God told him to. And Abraham was, you know, he said, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And when Isaac's like, yo, dad, <coughs> uh, we're doing a the, sacrifice here. So where's, where's the, the offering? He's like, oh, God will provide an offering you um but um (laughs) you know but he didn't he wasn't too worried because remember he told his servants we will come back that's right you know why because god will go up and we will return to god had already promised he didn't say uh abraham i'm gonna ask you to sacrifice your son and i I think right there your son is not gonna die i'm gonna stop you just just before you do it I think Abraham was counting on, you know, the resurrection being, you know, God being able to bring him back. Probably, you know, we don't really know what Abraham was thinking, but he had confidence either way that they were both coming. They were both coming back somehow, not because God said, Abraham, you and your son will come back, probably party, you know, um, have lots of kids through him. It's going to be great. No, 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 no. He said, you will have lots of kids through you know, I guess uh, uh, through through your son, right, Jacob. Jacob, you get it right? Was that? Yes. Yeah, Jacob. Ah, no, I second guess myself there. Anyway, Esau would be the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he took that to mean, okay, well, if there's going to be generations through my son. Then my son must live. Yeah, God, God has somehow. a way. Somehow, and so he trusted God, mm-hmm. did everything, and you know exactly according to his trust. God stopped him, said, "There's a goat, you know, or whatever, stuck in the thicket over there. Use that." Um, and then they did both come back. Now um, we don't know specifics, but I'm wondering 
if Rebecca had kind of the same confidence mm-hmm. in that God had already told her, you know, hey, the younger, the 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 older shall serve the younger. Mm-hmm. And she put two and two together and she's like, this is what needs to happen. And, you know, Isaac is like, but mom, he's going to find out. <laughs> and he had valid reason. I mean, you know, big hairy dude. I'm smooth skinned. Um, and she was like, you know, hey, stop worrying about it. Just do what I said, okay? Um, and I think that comes from a confidence of knowing what God had told her. Mm-hmm. There is a set outcome. And there's only a couple ways that that outcome can happen. <laughs> you have to wonder how that would have happened if she didn't know. Right. Exactly. Because she is kind of laying the land for it. She is. So, anyway, 14. And he went... Speaking about Isaac. That's why I kind of don't want to know my future. Yes. So I will I will lay the land one way or the other for yeah. it. Yeah. I meant Jacob here. Um, and he went, Jacob, and got them and brought them to his mother, speaking about the animals that he had gotten from the flock. Hunted. No, he didn't hunt them. No, I know. I was saying that in jest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hunted. Get over here, you stupid animal. Uh, you're for dinner. He went and got them and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory food, such as his father loved. I don't know if you've ever tried to catch a lamb or a goat. You probably did do a little bit of hunting. Yeah. A lot of fighting. I don't know. All I can say is that I've had goat burgers before. They're amazing. They're worth it. They are. They're And goats are not worth it, honestly. Goats are are quick, though. Goats are... I hate goats. They're just so... They stand on your car, they make noise, they, you know, are not the nicest animals in the world. Yeah, they're worth raising. And so you have really, you really do have... Goat cheese? Okay, goat cheese, that's a good thing, I do like feta. But sometimes I get a little feta up with a goat and I want to make some (laughs) burgers. It's over for you, goat. Yeah. Anyway, um, if I ever have goats and they misbehave like goats do... And they disappear for some reason, but you really enjoy supper. You can put two and two together, <laughs> and not—it's not very hard to do either. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he went and got them. Blah blah blah. Savory food. Oh yeah, man. Then Rebecca took the choice clothes of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. She put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands, and on the smooth part of her ne- of his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. So, <laughs> I mean, Esau might be that furry, but golly, he's using the the, the goat skin, the the fur, you know. To, I guess that makes a beard as a, a essence of Esau. I guess, you know. Wow. Uh, and you can kind of imagine what Isaac is, you know. Feeling the hands and it's all these gophers like, Oh, that's my son, big hairy man, you know. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah. He's probably getting up there in age. His sight probably isn't the only thing that's fading at this right. point, you know. Um, but and anyway. what's funny, up there in age is not much compared to the previous generations. <laughs> I know. It's up um, there in the age for us because it's probably 120. Yeah. But 
Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. Uh, so he went to his father and said, <clears throat> My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, <clears throat> I am Esau, your, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit, and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. Uh, cough, cough. But Isaac said to his son, <laughs> You're not, not, not as, you know, you can't pull the wool over his eyes. Not so that easily. easily. Yeah. <laughs> but you can. <laughs> um, uh, dim eyes. How, how, how so is it's it? like looking to that peep site. Like, yeah, you yeah. can barely see anything. Yeah, yeah. Isaac said to Jacob, uh, Oh, but Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, <clears throat> Because the Lord your God brought it to me. <laughs> Diplomatic answer. <laughs> oh, if God gave it to you, then it must have. You know, he just handed know. it to me. Right. <laughs> it was caught in the thicket. I mean, you know. Eh? That sounds kind of like the, um, you know, the, the the whole Southern um, gospel, you know, response, right? You know, uh, God led me to do X, Y, or Z. You know, I feel like God is leading me to this, you know. <laughs> well, there's God there's once, this... God told me that you're supposed to be my, my wife. Yeah, so we let's make ourselves married. believe yeah. that. Whoa, 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 hold on here. It's kind yeah. of funny because there's a – I don't know if you've ever seen Big Jake. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Everyone else should watch it too. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the movie Big Jake, that's a, that's a John Wayne movie. I have seen Big Jake. Okay. I have. So you know the Indian guy in Big Jake that's always helping him out? Uh, you know, he's kind of like the, the old the old Indian guy that don't talk much. Yeah. But there's that one, one scene where he brings the saddles. They need saddles. Mm -hmm. And he just drops them off the horse. And John Wayne's like, where'd you find those? Looks at the saddles. Found them. <laughs> yeah, found them. Uh, yes, you did find them, but yeah. were there seats? Yeah. <laughs> were there were there butts in those saddles when you found them? <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot yeah. to be said. Yeah. You know, you can you can skirt the truth. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's what a lot of us do, even with ourselves. You know, up here in our head, they you you can tell yourself a lot. Mm, Is can. it actually true? No. Yeah. Is it fooling anyone? No. <laughs> no. Not even you, deep down. But you're you're so good at we. You know, your mind is very powerful, so you can. You're easy. It's easy to convince yourself. Yes, yes, yes that's exactly. Yeah. yeah that's God what wanted me to. God, do this. God made this happen. Yeah. You know, God. God let me follow this woman into eat the tree. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound as good after I... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, that is. That's kind of the same scenario. In different... Yeah. Well, you gave me this woman. Right. I mean, <laughs> either, what was either I I'm defective or the woman's defective. And, and I prefer the I latter. I prefer the latter. <laughs> uh, anyway... Ah, uh, let's see. Ah, yes, and he said, <clears throat> Because the Lord your God brought it to me? Oh, how convenient. Isaac said to Jacob, uh, Please come near, that I may feel you, my son. Ah, uh, the litmus test. Whether you are really my son Esau or not. I mean, red flags here. He's already suspicious. Or not. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute. 
why wouldn't he already? I guess it's the fact that he got the, I mean, I guess the whole, you know, God brought it to me wasn't maybe that convincing. <laughs> it's like, I've never had Esau said that. Usually he just, you know, comes back after a while with it slumped over his shoulder, you know. I shot it right between the eyes. It was an easy hit, you know. Oh, my son, you're such a good shot. God brought it to you? Never heard that one before. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's new. Yeah. So anyway. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. So <laughs> I've been putting on a whole Jacob uh, Esau persona here. Apparently Jacob wasn't doing that good either. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't filling those shoes. Right, right, right. So that's probably why he was suspicious. It's like, um, uh, you know, Esau, you know. Okay, father. I don't I'm care who go. you are. Brothers don't always sound yeah. alike. Me and Shay are easily spottable. Oh. Me and Tristan are easily spottable. Yeah. You and William, easily spottable. You know, you and Robert sound kind of alike, but I can still tell both of y'all on the Robert phone. Robert and I actually sound scarily alike. You know, I don't see it as much, actually. Well, and I think it's because it's, I've just been around y'all It's enough. one of those things. Um, Mom called the house. You know, a couple a uh, couple of weeks ago, shortly after I got back from Texas. Granted, when Mom calls the house, I'm not the one who answers the phone. No, right? she wasn't because I've been in for Texas that. for the last couple of years. She wasn't prepared for that, right? But she and I answer the phone because she calls the house, and she says, "Hey, could you do this?" Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm just kind of like, "Yeah, sure, okay, uh huh, yes, ma'am, yep, uh huh." And then Mom says, "Um, oh, will you?" Uh, you'll be here for supper, right? Or something like that. And it was, she was asking something anyway. And I said, oh, well, no. Um, oh, she was saying, could you do this and this and this and then this for supper? And I said, well, I can certainly, you know. Prep it. Prep it, get this going. <clears throat> but I'm going to be eating with Brig tonight because we're doing a podcast. And mom goes, uh, uh, oh, oh, ah, I, wow, that's embarrassing. And I was like, what's embarrassing, Mom? She's like, I literally thought it was Robert until you just said that. We're talking <laughs> and, for over And, and of course, Robert doesn't do the podcast with us. Exactly. So Mom <laughs> knew that Stuart does the podcast, not Robert. And she's like, oh, this is Stuart that wow. I'm talking to. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just kind of like, Shh. honestly, we do sound a lot alike. I actually, I was playing a game, uh, I think it was like Star Wars Battlefront or something like that, mm -hmm. and I was playing online, and we were on a group chat, and so I could, you know, chat with everybody, you know, with the headphones and such, and there was a dramatic echo. I mean, it was terrible. I'd say something, and then five seconds later, I'd hear it again from me, you know, from the ether, <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. I could have sworn that Robert was just, you know, mocking me or something. He was saying exactly what I was saying just five seconds later. And for a second, I was kind of like, how did the heck did Robert get on this? Oh, that's me. Oh. And so for the rest of the game, I was hearing Robert quote me <laughs> the whole game. And it was a little weird because it sounded just like Robert. But it was me. See, I don't sound like either of my siblings. At the end of the day, I sound like dad, if anything else, which is just as frightening. Well, there's a lot of things about your voice. Um, 
the way you laugh, how you talk, and stuff like that, that are all very similar to Tristan and Shay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Shay has a, Shay and Tristan have slightly uh, higher-pitched uh, voices. Right. Tristan's, I think, is dropping, though. A little bit, not little so bit, much. Not so much? Okay, maybe not. But anyway, so your voice is definitely deeper. There's a little bit more... Um, well, at least I get something out of being the oldest. Right, I right, didn't get right. the height. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but definitely, like, talking to... You could... But like I said previously... You could talk on to Shay, other... and you would be like, you've got to be Briggs' brother, because y'all sound just the same. See, I, I would have never thought... Now, however, yeah. I didn't think me and Dad sounded alike until... Uh, you know, we were singing it uh, right before Shay's wedding, and I was—I I couldn't hear myself because I was hearing Dad. Because you're hearing and when yourself. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was hearing myself, and so whenever I started, me and Dad blended so well. I sound just like him, and then yeah. you know, when I listen to myself on recordings, and then I listen to Dad, I'm like, wow, I sound yeah, wow. I, sound that's, like <clears throat> I mean, it's yeah. a good thing, as you know, uh, as Mr. Long pointed out, it's a good thing to sound like your father. But it's like at the end of the day, I was like, eh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> But hey, yeah. it's better than being com- you know confused with your mother, because Which, when I was a teenager, oh people would call the goodness. house. Oh, hey, Lisa! And there was one person. She had been a friend of my mom's for years, and I always would try to pull that on her because then and it's, <laughs> this was in this was in my favor, you know. And right, obviously, right, this right. ain't not the Christian thing right, to do, but yeah. Everything. But uh, I I was like, well, people think I'm like mom. Well. Uh, <clears throat> I can be mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of a Jacob and Esau thing. Never. I could do that with anybody and it worked like a charm. But her, she'd be like, we're going to keep doing this. After about five minutes yeah. or so, she'd play along for a little while. It's like, we're going to keep doing this. You're going to let your mom talk to me. Oh, you didn't do it that well, huh? Did everything I did to everybody else and it worked just fine. But with her, she was, you know, she'd play along for, she'd play along with her five minutes or so. And then she'd be like, well, you going to let me talk to your mom or we just going <laughs> to keep like, doing this. Shoot. You got and me. I'd be like, well, this, this never works on her, but yeah. 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 No, it's, it's really a little degrading, you know? And, and I think every teenager, man, oh, it, we all go through we that. We all go through that. But yeah, you know, answering the phone and having some friend of dad's go, Oh, well, hello, Miss Brana. I'll just be like, ah. <laughs> and depending on who it is, you could go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I never I never had the conscience. Uh, I always had the conscience batting me over the head. I, I didn't have the, the little shoulder devil going, play along. But um, anyway, so apparently Jacob didn't really sound like Esau. And he really wasn't doing a good job of uh, passing off as Esau. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and felt him and said, The voice, uh, the uh, this Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. <laughs> And I guess there's kind of a low bar as far as Harry goes. Like I was saying earlier, I mean, goat hair, brother Harry hair. I mean, the guy must have had quite a mane on his hands. He must have. Well, there are some guys that, you know, they do. They're just gruff old guys. But you And, know. you know, we don't know ahead of time. Maybe, I don't. You maybe don't, Rebecca you know. was over there with, you know, her uh, uh, trimming shears, just kind of, you know, um, blending all the hair and, you know, picking it out so it wasn't, you know, 
it was still hairy, but it wasn't like full. Because what did it hair. say she put it on with? Because she stuck it on with. Something. Um, I think it was the hair that he had um skinned the uh, the goats with. Yeah, there wasn't nothing attaching it to the hand. She just threw some hair on there. Or... Uh let me go back. And I said that funny now that I think about it. Let's see. Gave savory food when his father. Oh, and she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Boy, she really thought about this. Hands and neck. So when dad comes by, Sean, ble- oh, yeah, you're hairy, Sean. Dang. You know? <laughs> uh, or not, depending or on. Not. So anyway, um, he did not recognize him as Jacob because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. Imagine that. So he blessed him. Man. Then he said, Are you really my son Esau? <laughs> Can you see that? Son, I bless you. I give you everything. This whole house and family and household is yours. Well, this is embarrassing. Lord bless you. Are you really Esau? <laughs> uh, no, Dad. I'm actually Jacob. I curse thee, son. No. <laughs> you know? It's like, well, this is embarrassing, folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he must have had red flags well, give going us, up all uh, over the place. You know, get, give us your thoughts. We're running out of time here, but I kind of... As as you you know nailed it earlier, we're not going to get through the whole. No, thing. so there's a no. lot to go over we, here, we, and I we've got we haven't even got halfway. And, and and I think we'll probably you know we start the you know, we come back to y'all Tuesday, we'll probably back up and punt again. Yeah, you know because uh, that that'll give us some time, and you know what we should uh, we should have Martin on here Tuesday. Yes, we need Martin. Let's Martin, hear it for Martin. Martin would be uh, would be a good. He loves this whole. Oh, you know he does. I mean, think about it. This stuff is really interesting. And sometimes, sometimes pastors really like to, um, you know, they but like to dig so They don't deep. always get to do it in settings like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're in the pulpit and they're trying to give something specific. They're trying to feed their congregation. So, you know, and, and I think enough churches don't have good Bible studies and mm-hmm. stuff for them to reach out and give you their knowledge. You know, our church is, is pretty awesome. You know, Neil, yeah. Neil does his Bible study, which I wish I could attend more often, mm-hmm. but... You know, that that small setting of people that, you know, we all are there for, for one purpose. Yeah. You know, to, to glorify God and to dig into what he's trying to tell yeah. us. So yeah. so let us know. Uh, let us know your thoughts, and uh, we'll be back Tuesday. All right. Adios. You guys. Adios. Thank you for listening to The Texans Take. You can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and more. We'll see you again Tuesday.